Welcome to the Gateway Church Podcast. We're so glad you're here. We pray God speaks to you through this message and through His Word today. For more information about our church, please visit us at gatewaylife.com. Now let's tune in to this week's message. We've been calling these intimate encounters with Jesus, and it's interesting when you look in Scripture, um, anytime someone encountered Jesus, there was opportunity for transformation. They didn't always take it. Some people left, and, and they left the same as they came. But every time we encounter Jesus, we can be challenged to change and transform by his presence. And so this isn't going to be a message. This is a moment that God wants to meet you right where you are and give you the opportunity to encounter him. So I know you're going to be challenged. It's not for the person next to you. It's not for the person you want to send the podcast to later. It's for you in this moment, right where you are, wherever you're watching. And so the, the word that I shared with you at the beginning, the word breakthrough, that was word number one. And it reminded me of this passage at the very beginning of this season we find ourselves in, in March. Um, God shared this scripture with me, and I'm going to read it to you out of John chapter 12, verse 24. And it says this, I tell you the truth, unless a kernel of wheat is planted in the soil and dies, it remains alone but its death will produce many new kernels, a plentiful harvest of new lives. And this is Jesus. People had come, they had encountered him, they had questions with him, and he was telling them what was to come, that he was about to die. And it's this picture of surrender that at the very beginning of all this, when God put this scripture in my heart, what I heard him say is that there is a seismic shift happening in the world around us right now. Undeniable. Everything we know is shifting but for those of us who, like Jesus, are quick to surrender and be planted in the ground to die, we'll see fruit no matter what's going on around us. And so the first word I heard was breakthrough, and the second word I heard was surrender. And I think we can all agree that what happened at the cross, what Jesus accomplished through his death and through his resurrection was the greatest breakthrough that mankind has ever seen. Nothing greater the Bible tells us that Jesus conquered death, hell, and the grave. The greatest breakthrough ever that humanity has ever and ever will know happened at the cross. And the interesting thing to note is that preceding that in the garden was the greatest surrender that mankind's ever seen. Jesus was preparing to go to the cross he takes a few of his disciples out and he literally falls to his knee and asks God and begs God to let this moment pass. He knew he was going to have to die and he's like, I don't, I, please let it come another way. But what happens in that moment? Jesus surrenders and he says, not my will, but yours. And I want to read it to you out of Mark 14. It says, he's talking to his disciples. He said, my soul is crushed with grief to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. This is Jesus' state. This is heavy. This is hard. He knows something big is coming. He went on a little further and fell to the ground. He prayed that if it were possible, the awful hour awaiting him might pass by him. Abba, Father, he cried out, everything is possible for you. Please take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet, I want your will to be done and not mine. When you think about the picture of surrender we see in this moment. Like the state of Jesus, he was crushed, he was heavy. This is what surrender looks like. 
It's not just a flippant change my mind about where I want to go to dinner. It's like Jesus was laying down. The, the, the definition of surrender is to resist the fight, to give up. He was literally giving up his will, his plan. He knew what it was going to cost him, and he was saying, not my will, but yours be done. And it was hard. And I wonder, when we think about the things that we're asking God for, the breakthroughs that we've been asking God for, think about what you thought about as we worship, what came to your heart, what came to your mind. I want you to write that down. What area do I need a breakthrough? And it could be big. It could be something you've been coming up against for years and you just can't see the other side. You know it's there, but you don't know how to get there. Or maybe a cycle that you keep finding yourself in over and over again and you just want to be done and move forward. Or maybe it's something relational, your singleness, your marriage. Whatever it might be, I know there's breakthrough that each and one of, every one of us is asking God for. So what is it? Write it down. And then I want you to write this down. If the, in the area that you need breakthrough, in the area that you wrote down that you thought, is there an area of surrender that may be required? Maybe it's a thought process. Maybe it's a letting go of the way you've done things in the past and, and going a new route. Maybe it's an ideology that you've held on to and that this has literally become an idol in your life. And in order for God to bring a breakthrough, you're going to have to let that ideology fall. trusting him with your finances. Maybe that's what it, whatever it is, there's a breakthrough, but I know preceding the greatest breakthrough that humanity has ever seen was the greatest surrender that we've ever known. And so breakthrough comes on the heels of surrender. What is it that God may be asking you to surrender? And it's not going to be something that you're like, oh, okay, you can have this. No big deal. I'm going to let it go. That's not surrender. Jesus was crushed, heavy. It was hard. If it's not a struggle and a battle and anguish filled, it's not surrender. And I wish I had better news for you and be like, just throw a tip in the jar. Surrender requires something from us and it's costly. But if we have that same attitude that I had when I dove into, the, like I am unwilling to go without this. So what's it gonna cost me? And it's going to cost oftentimes the thing we've been holding on to. So the first thing we need to know when it comes to surrendering is what Jesus knew. And he knew who he was surrendering to. And here's the thing. We don't surrender to circumstances. God never asks us to be like, well, this is how it's going to be. I guess I'm just going to finally come to terms with this is the way my marriage is going to be. Or this is the way my head. Like, no, Jesus doesn't ask us to surrender to circumstances. He asks us to surrender to him. And Jesus, at the face of, of the greatest surrender, knew his father. He knew. He didn't know him as a cruel taskmaster. He knew him as a loving father. And if we're wrestling with holding back what we know he's asking us to plant in the ground and let die, it may be because we need to know him in a more intimate and deeper way in that area of our lives. But when we know him, we have to know him or else surrender feels literally impossible. So we have to know who we're surrendering to. And the second thing that we have to do is we have to know what surrender looks like. And Jesus paints a picture for us right in the garden. He shows us what surrender looks like. And the first thing that we have to surrender is we have to surrender control. That's a fun one. 
Does anybody else love surrendering control? Just let me see. Online, type it in. If you love surrendering control, like put it in the chat room right now. None of us. But the reality is control is simply an illusion. We don't have it to begin with. And oftentimes we want breakthrough, but we want to script it for God. We want to tell him the best way it should happen, the easiest route. This is what it should look like. And God says that's not what it's going to look like. Jesus said, if there's any other way. But then he surrendered and said, not my way. God, your way. So we have to be willing to surrender control. And the second thing we have to surrender is the why. The why. And that's a tough one because we all want to know why. We want that right to know why. Why is this happening? Why hasn't it happened yet? Why, why God? Why me? Why, why now? Why this? Why is a hard one because we want to know. We want it. But surrender involves letting go of the why. You look at the story of Job, and it's so complex. There's so many incredible things in there. But one of the most profound things that we see is that for like 38 chapters, Job is trying to ask God, why is all this coming his way? And he's trying to figure out from his friends, and they're discussing it, and they're arguing back and forth. Well, this is why I think it happened. No, this is why I think it happened. They just keep trying to find out why. And when God finally speaks up, he never answers that question. Never. He says, Job, let me not answer why. Let me actually tell you who I am. And he begins to describe in detail chapter after chapter of who he is to Job, his might, his strength, his power, his creative ability, everything that he is, he describes to Job. And I think so often we want to know why. Why is this going on around us? But the best question is not why. We have to surrender that. The question is, God, who are you to me in the middle of this? Who are you? Show yourself to me in the middle of this situation right now in 2020, God. Who are you to me? And let him reveal himself to you. But we have to be willing to surrender the why. And the last thing we have to surrender is the when. Jesus had to do it. He said, the hour has, like, not now. Like, I'm not ready. We don't get to know when. We don't get to time it. We don't get to plan it out. It doesn't show up on our calendar on a specific day when breakthrough is going to happen on Wednesday at 3.15 p.m. No, we have to surrender that. So think about the breakthrough you're asking God for. Do you have a timeline timeline on it? Are you willing to let go of that? Do you feel like you need to know why it hasn't happened yet or why it's happened the way it has happened? Do you feel like you need to control it? These are the things that have to happen in surrender. And in Luke 22, it's the same picture of Jesus in the garden. It's just a different perspective. And I want you to hear these words. In verse 41, Jesus walked away about a stone's throw. He knelt down and prayed, Father, if you are willing, please take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet, I want your will to be done, not mine. Then an angel from heaven appeared and strengthened him. He prayed more fervently, and he was in such agony of spirit that sweat fell to the ground like great drops of blood. That's surrender. That's what it looks like. And if it doesn't feel like that, it's not surrender. (laughs) Things that we've held on to and ways of believing and ways of doing that we have to be like struggle 
to lay down. That's surrender. It's agonizing. And the realest picture I've ever seen of this and just witnessing it in my own life was a couple, maybe 10 years ago, I was in Haiti. And I was working at an orphanage for a few weeks and we were painting and I was assigned to this little room that I was painting and right outside this room, the door was open and there was this courtyard. And on that particular day, a woman had walked three hours with two of her sons to come visit her baby that she had left because there was no way the baby would stay alive if he was in her care. She didn't have what she needed. The poverty was so great, she couldn't care for her baby. She had everything she could, she, it was everything she could do could tear, care for the older ones. She knew she had brought him to this orphanage and he'd been there for months. And every Sunday she'd walk three hours to come and visit her son. And on Sundays it was like church day. So no matter where you lived or who you were, you had a suit on and a dress and her and her little boys were dressed to the nines. They walked three hours to visit their brother. And I watched this moment unfold. And there was such sorrow and pain and what I found out a few moments later was that was actually the surrender day. It was the last day she was going to get to come and visit her son because right or wrong, for whatever reason, she was not going to be able to care for him. And she had to surrender him to that orphanage. And I watched the pain and the agony of a woman who had to make a choice that she should never have to make struggle to do what she knew would save her son's life. That is surrender. It is heavy and it is hard. But there is things in each there are things in each of us that he's asking us to let go of. And we've had a tight grip on them, but I guarantee you that part of your breakthrough is attached to a surrender that needs to happen on the inside of you. And what we just read in Luke, I love so much because it's talking about Jesus' agony and then and then he finally says, Not my will, but yours be done. Then an angel from heaven appeared and strengthened him. Do you realize that all of heaven is waiting for you to surrender? For you to finally stop fighting what you know God's asking of you, what you know is required of you? Heaven's here to meet you when you're surrendering. Right now. You think about the community we live in, the world we live in right now, the breakthrough that's needed. People need hope more than ever. They need something that they can hang on to and let go of the fear. They need Jesus. They need breakthrough. We use the phrase around here, transform the valley. Yes, the valley needs to be transformed. It needs a breakthrough. But that's going to come with surrender. And the greater the breakthrough, the more it's going to cost each one of us to surrender in our own hearts, in our own lives. But I want you to think and grasp a picture of what it could look like if collectively, watching online at our Tempe campus, everywhere that gateway people are found, even if it's in other states and other places, we surrendered the thing that we've been holding on to. What could God do with that? And I believe he wants to. So we're going to take a moment and we're going to sing. You can stay seated. You can stand in your home. You can get down on your knees. Whatever it is that you need to have a moment of surrender, God wants to meet you. Heaven 
is waiting. But I know today is an incredible day for breakthrough, but it may be costly for us. But use this as your moment to meet him with a tenacity and a hunger that says, more than I want to be comfortable and safe and hold on to what I've known, I want breakthrough in my life. So I'm gonna have to surrender. So let's sing a song and let's let God speak to our hearts. Write down what you hear. Sing whatever God's doing in your heart in this moment. Let him do that work. And we'll come back together in just a moment. I surrender. I surrender. I want to
and that you desire to plant us so fruit can come, God. And we want every fruit that you want to produce in our lives. So I ask you to speak to every heart as we walk this out, because it's not just a momentary thing, God. It's a daily thing to surrender to you. God, I thank you for breakthrough in levels and ways that people in this room and watching online have ever, greater than they've ever seen, God, breakthrough. I thank you for stories of breakthrough coming from this moment of surrender in Jesus' name. Amen. If you could keep your eyes closed and your head bowed, and some of you might be here or watching online, and the greatest act of surrender you know is one you've been running from, and that's to actually give your life over to Jesus to trust him, to make him Lord of your life. And maybe you don't have all the facts figured out, you don't understand all the theological truths that you'd love to know, but you know that today is a day where you have to give in and surrender to a love that's been chasing you down. There's no better surrender to make than to make Jesus Lord of your life. And if that's you and you're in this room or you're walk, watching online, would you just slip up your hand? We're not going to embarrass you or call you up. We are going to pray. Give you the opportunity to make the greatest surrender that will change your life forever. So pray this after me. Father God, I thank you that you sent Jesus to die on a cross, to raise from the dead. And I choose to surrender my life to that kind of love. I choose to make you Lord my heart, my life. You can have all I have and all I am. I surrender. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us today. For more information about Gateway Church, please visit us at gatewaylife.com. Have a great week.